Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another edition, to another installment of the Elamonte Show. I am your host, Donnell Elamonte Morris. And for the first time ever, I am here on time, right on time, for a Monday. A very, a little bit of an eventful Monday, if you catch my drift. With all that's going on, speaking of... Of all that's what's going on. Man. I am still. Collecting myself after the draft. And the draft happened last week on Thursday. Yes. Wednesday, Thursday. Because the draft was on the 22nd, 23rd. If I probably got that wrong. But it was around one of those days. And the Cowboys. um, Drafting C.D. Lamb. I'm going to let y'all know something. When the draft first came out, when they, when the Cowboys made the pick to um, get C.D. Lamb, I'm not even going to lie to you. I was like, uh, did not like that pick. I didn't like it. We have been neglecting our secondary for the past eight seasons. We've been neglecting our freaking secondary. And I'm like, wow. Why we worried about getting another wide receiver? Why we beefing up our offense? Which is a good thing. No, it's not even a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. I, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have a dominant offense. And I'm going to get on the offense because we have a history when we draft so-called great talent on the team. So I'm going to try to lead into it. But I'm still going to de- defense for now. But the sad thing is that we don't have no secondary. I'm not trying to take anything from Xavier Woods. I'm not doing that. He is still wet behind the ears. But for us to... Not get McKinney. 
I was hoping we get McKinney. It's good that we got um, Diggs, the corner. Very agile from Alabama. It would be nice if we got Tristan. But, I mean, Fulton, I mean. Get Fulton, but you win some, you lose some. But still, the fact still remains. I know we got some interchangeable players on this team. And what I mean by that is that we we can move these guys from corner, free safety, strong safety, weak safety. We can move them all over the place and move them at corner. We can move them all over the place. That's a great thing. I mean, we need players that can do more than one position. That's a good thing. But I want somebody definitely as a safety in that secondary that strong safety is their first job weak safety is their first job something that they are very diverse in that they are known for that position and we just didn't get that but we do got haha clinton dix But then, as the days wore on, I started to see how symbolic this pick was and how it hurt the feelings of one fan base. And that was the Beagles fans. Because rumor has it, they wanted C.D. Lamb. They won them. And I didn't even know that. Didn't know that at all. So, going back and watching the reactions, not only of the Feagles fandom, if you want to call them fandoms, I call them a bunch of assholes, but if you... Look at all the reactions from all those Cowboys haters. How mad they got. It was funny. I was just watching a video of a Feagles fan. And how he said it would be stupid for the Cowboys to draft a wide receiver. Which, touche. Because that was exactly how I was thinking when it was our turn. You can go back to the video. I still got the video up. Um, just go look us up on Facebook. Unrehearsed podcast. I had to do podcast by myself, but it was pretty good. You can go back to the video, and you know my mind was on defense the whole entire time. I wanted McKinney, and my reactions was for real. Did not like it, but not trying to make it about me. But yes. Me and that individual had the same mind frame. We was like, it don't make no sense to get a wide receiver. So, when the pick happened, that fan was not as cocky as he was before the pick. <laughs> Yo, like his whole spirit left his body. 
And then you start to see all the Eagles fans, every single one of them, all their hearts just drop. And I say, this is this is the Eagles fans that I know. Heartbroken, sad, angry, and find somebody or something to blame. Why this is happening to me? Oh, it's me. It always happened to the Eagles. Why do they do this to me? Why? Why? But y'all dumbasses will still go to the freaking stores, buy their merch, buy their shirts, their jerseys. Even that one wide receiver who who had Butterfinks. Oh, yeah, Aguilar. Remember him? Aguilar, however you pronounce his fucking name. While y'all was sitting there complaining about him dropping footballs and all that stuff, remember, he was part of the squad that won the Super Bowl for y'all. I'm just saying. He was part of the team. Unless I got amnesia or I, you know, I probably was watching the wrong Super Bowl. But I did remember number 13, Acular, was on the team. He took y'all to a Super Bowl, and he won y'all a Super Bowl. And this is the thanks he get? I mean, okay, I mean. But this is what the Feagles fans is known for. So just going back and watching all those reaction videos, it just, it put me at ease with this pick. I even saw Cowboys fans, even popular YouTube um, cowboy guys celebrating and now I see now I get it now I understand cause for one I had the same exact reaction when we drafted Seek that year I really wanted Boza but guess where Boza went to the Feagles and I think he ended up leaving that team, I think. I, I believe Boza left Feagles. I don't know. But I really wanted Boza that year. I'm not even going to lie. Yes, I, I, was, I was ticked off. But we got Ezekiel Elliott. I say I know he's going to be good, but I don't know how we're going to utilize him. Man, was I eating crow. Then, last year, Leighton Vanderash. Who is he? On the words of Conor McGregor, who the fuck is that guy? Damn, that's a terrible Irish accent. But you get my point. When you draft somebody that you know nothing about, I'm like, hold up. That was better people, better athletes to draft. Um, and we picked this guy? And not to mention, he got history with injuries with his neck. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, freak. I say, we took the chance on Jalen Rose. I'm um, Jalen Rose, I'm sorry. The basketball player, I'm sorry. Jalen Smith. We took the chance on him. And this man come out as advertised. 
And then we draft him. And boy, I am eating crow. Because he turns out to be a superstar. Even though he still got the Nick injuries and all that stuff. And I'm happy that he set out the rest of the season. So he can work on that Nick. And then with this pandemic going on, this is going to help out even more. So, I've ate crow. Hopefully, I can eat some more crow. Which lead me to the offense. There has been plenty of times where my Dallas Cowboys had talent on top of talent on top of talent on paper. Super Bowl champs. Crown them. But we find ways to screw it up. Like all this talent that we got across the board, we make them, make ourselves mediocre. Like honestly, with T.O. at the helm, when we had T.O., we should have went deep into the playoffs. It's just, it just fell off the tracks. It's like we didn't know what to do with the talent we had. It's like having $20 million and you don't know how to spend it. You don't even know what to do. You don't even know to put it in a bank account and save it or go out and just spend it on a brand new car. It's like we didn't, we, we didn't know what to do. We had all these plans. What are we going to do with these guys? And then when we got them, it's like, uh, what are you here for again? Now, with, with Mike McCarthy at the helm, let's see what we can do. Here's a fact for you. Since... Bill Parcells. Because Bill Parcells was the last head coach we had that won a Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy is the only coach, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, after Parcells to win a Super Bowl. And I'm shocked nobody's not even bringing up that fact. Since Parcells. Since, I say it again, since Parcells, Mike McCarthy is the only head coach to win a Super Bowl. Now, I know y'all gonna probably going to say, well, Wade Phillips, he won the Super Bowl. Yes, as a coordinator. As a coordinator. And then also, he was already gone for the Cowboys already. He was already gone. No Super Bowl, no nothing. So let that simmer on your mind, Cowboy Nation. Think about that just for a little bit. No, don't even think about it a little bit. Think about it a lot. And here's another ironic factor, which they have talked about. This man won a Super Bowl 
in that stadium, in AT&T Stadium. At that time, it was Cowboy Stadium because they didn't have the big sponsor of AT&T at the time. So he won the Super Bowl there. If that's not symbolic, all in its own, you're not a fan. I could care less what people from the Packers, the Packers fans, about how much they don't like Mike McCarthy, how he was burying freaking Aaron Rodgers. But listen to this. That man gave you a Super Bowl. That's one thing you cannot take away from that man. That man's forever linked to bringing Aaron Rodgers to what he is now. I don't give a damn what any of y'all say. I'm not even a Packers fan. I'm just calling it like I see it. If Aaron Rodgers was that damn good and didn't need Mike McCarthy, you would think he would already have a Super Bowl right, right now. Definitely with this new coach he got, which I think this coach that they got for the Packers is nothing but a hack. I believe that he is Aaron Rodgers' play toy. He he is the lackey for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Period. Because I guarantee you, he would give Aaron Rodgers a play, and Aaron Rodgers would take change it, and he'd be like, okay. And I love how they like to spin the story that, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and the head coach, they going at it. They going at it on, like, the play calling and all that stuff. That's bullshit. People knows, and they don't even want to say it. He is Aaron Rodgers' lackey. Because when Aaron Rodgers is out there on the field, he already know the play. Because it's a play that he wants. And if he don't like it, he changes it up. That head coach knew what he was getting himself into when he took that job, when Mike McCarthy left. Mike McCarthy had every right to tell freaking Aaron Rodgers that was his team. It was his team. I'm the head coach. Yes, you are the big franchise. You're the QB franchise. We see that. We know that. But remember, I coach this team. And all the plays that you do, that you are glorified for, I create them. And you go out there and make it happen. Period. So here we are. Mike McCarthy is already making waves. Something that Jason Garrett could never do. Wade Phillips tried to do. I am so excited for the season, but I know for a fact the season is not going to happen. But it's good to think about it, you know. (laughs) It's good to, you know, sit back and just be like, what if? And I can say it for everybody who is a fan of the NFL we all just sit back and just imagine what the season could have been all these draft picks who could have been a bust 
Who was the dark horse? Who was as predicted? And who was subpar? And most of all, who was that undrafted player to reach for the star and become a superstar overnight? We're not even going to find out that story. But rumor has it, the NFL is trying to save the season as they want to continue to play games, but without the fans. It's a good possibility since they are trying to reopen some of these states, which I disagree with. But since we are where we at right now, it's a it's a good chance. It's a very good chance. But I just wonder how they're gonna do. Um, I think they, excuse me, I think they cancel all OTAs and. Um, like practices and all that stuff. So, but we play it by ear. If this season ends up happening, I'd be happy. I think a whole lot of people be happy. But if it doesn't, only thing we can do is sit back and just imagine and just say, what if? What if? C.D. Lamb gets over 1,500 yards. Zeke back on top with the rushing record. Dak, MVP, once again. No, he never won MVP, but like he wins the MVP this year. Mike McCarthy, do the impossible. Take the Cowboys to the NFC Championship game and win. I'm not even going to say Cowboys win the Super Bowl. I'm not even going to do that because everybody does that. I'm going to go a different route. Just making it to the NFC Championship game and winning it. And then just let the play um, playoffs. And then just let the Super Bowl just play out. You already know who I want to win. I mean, why should I say it? But that's what I'm going to say. But right now, if everything remained the same like now, one thing we can do is just imagine, y'all, and be all in this together. What the season could have been. But then you got to look at the good side of it. For all the players, you know, that had season-ending injuries or people who had minor injuries can stay home, relax a little bit more. And you never know. Could be the most healthiest NFL season for the next season. Not this season. For the next season. So think about it. 
all those players, definitely good ones, that got hurt, now get that extra year to reboot. Every player on every team, healthy, strong, and ready to go. A season with barely anybody on the injury report on IR. Just imagine that. That'd be the first ever time in NFL history to have a season where there's no injuries, barely no injuries, and barely any IRs. IRs, injured reserves, y'all. Meaning out for the season, basically. Just imagine that. Imagine that. Mm. So you can look at it in that light. That if there's no season this year, fine. Now we look off into the next season. Every player. Is healthy, ready to go. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. But I wonder, because NASCAR's doing it, F1's doing it. Now, Madden already got a tournament out with all the players and all that stuff. Um, with they got like a tournament with the NFL Madden. So how are they gonna do it? With the NFL, like an actual team. If I was mad right now, because right now I racing is kicking ass right now. NASCAR getting great ratings because it's actually showing on national television with their races, even though it's an invitational. But if they do something like that, like they doing with like everyday folks that be playing in these man tournaments and winning millions of dollars and they turn it into an actual NFL season but virtually whoo just imagine you can't let all the most sports fans have all the fun bring that to us for the NFL Roger Goodell if you can get it right with the fans you need to sit down with the folks at EA Sports and be like, hey, let's make this happen. Have the head coaches work out something to play Madden, well, coach on Madden against one another with all their players, all that stuff, all their freaking abilities, everything. And just have the season virtually. Have a virtual NFL season. And the handoff to that, EA Sports, Madden, all their games, even though they sell out every year, this will put them over the top. It will put them over the top. Good marketing strategy. And they can attract more fans one and then also it will attract that older generation to the games 
Imagine that. And my Aunt Maisie would say. <laughs> Imagine that. Man, oh man. I'm sick and tired of being right sometimes, you know? <laughs> sometimes I just gotta like stop myself, but you know. But then there's times like these. Where I gotta let y'all go. Pretty short show. But I gotta let y'all go. But still, I gotta feed this to y'all. This is the final thought. And the final thought goes a little something like this. My baby. My vehicle. She's in the shop right now. Her transmission went bad. Now, no fear. I got enough funds to pay for it. But it also sum up something for me. And it's this. People say, I don't have problems. I got too many problems. So many problems. But you can also have good problems. And you probably like, Morris, what the fuck are you talking about? What I mean by having good problem is, for example, take me for instance. When I'm in situations where it seems like the walls are coming in on me, I'm trying to at least make it out alive. I know that I'm going to get scratched up, beat up in the face, kicked in the ass, whatever. But as long as I make it out alive, I can learn from these scars and scratches and knowing that I will never put myself in that position again. So coming to having good problems is with my car, me applying for a credit card for the first time. I actually, uh, even though I had like a credit card, but it wasn't for my choice. This one was actually for my choice. And have all my bases covered because what happened to my car was unfortunate. But I got the funds. I got either way I can play this. I can either pay with my funds that I got now. Or I can pay with my card. And I could just pay it back monthly. Building my credit way back up. I can play it either way, y'all. Having your bases covered. Rather than looking at the problem itself, look at the basis you already got covered. Or all the weapons you already have going into this war and knowing that you set. Like, whatever they go throw at me, I'm ready. You gonna shoot at me, guess what? I'm shooting 10 at you. You coming at me, I'm already running on top of you. I'm already trucking you. So yes, we all got problems, but if you have all your bases covered and you know what you're getting yourself into, you're going to be all right. That's what you call having good problems because you good and this problem is about to have a problem. And that's going to do it for me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all for tuning into the Alamonte Show. I have been your host down there, Alamonte Morris. And remember, I discuss you decide and as well as check out our website 831 ep 
831EP.com. Once again, 831EP.com. But also, I want to let y'all know why my theme song is playing in the background. I am still working on uh, um, the exclusive content of Valamonte Show exclusively. Piss. I am still uploading that. And I will let y'all know when the first season is done. So y'all can watch the Elamonte show on a more exclusively, more exclusively on 831EP.com. First of all, I want to thank anybody and everybody that downloads the show, that listens to the show. Thank you so, 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 so very, 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 very much. I mean that in the bottom of my heart. Even the people that rock with me from day one. And for those who just started today, thank you for tuning in to the show. And also, ladies and gentlemen, please stay safe. And also, salute to all the essential workers out there. Thank you. You are my thoughts. You are my blessings. Keep it up. Thank you for what you do from a veteran to a doctor to a nurse to all the essential workers out there thank you and take care and stay safe and that goes for all of y'all all right i'm outro catch y'all later Bye bye <laughs>